You know what else you can get at water parks? Covered in pee. <laughs> Hi, I'm Robin. And I'm Eric. And this is Do We Like, the podcast where we debate popular people, places, and things to decide if we like them or need to leave them. Correct. Yes. See, we we are back with another lightning round. I forgot to look up a, a yes in another language, but we're back for another lightning round. We have special guests coming to bring their own particular topics they're on the fence about that Robin and I will debate. And at the end of the episode, one of us will have more points and the winner will get to choose their side in the next full debate next week. Exciting. And today's guests are Zach and Lexi, the hosts of the Rad or Sad podcast, a podcast that is pleasantly similar to our own, where they say if things are rad or sad. Um, you can catch Eric and I on the February 22nd episode, uh, where we talk about <laughs> Canadian PSAs for kids. Yeah, it's really awesome. Go check it out at radorsadpodcast.com. And hello to our guests, Zach and Lexi. Hi. We didn't know if that was the intro. If we're like, can we jump in now? I was busy trying to think of other ways to say yes in different languages. Didn't come up with any. So, hi. It's difficult. <laughs> yeah, there's one. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, tell us a little bit. What do you guys do when you're not podcasting? <laughs> well, today I watched The Muppet Show. So, that was good. <laughs> That's a good choice. Lexi has more productive things to do. Um, I guess. Uh, I work for a small little company out of Manhattan, Kansas, where, well, I'm not from Manhattan. I'm from Wellington, Kansas. But um, in college, I started working for this company. We make um, like local merch for shops all over. Um, and so I run the wholesale branch of things. Mm -hmm. So I just answer emails all day. It's super fun. <laughs> it is thrilling. And I'm unemployed, but not because I can't find a job, because I'm, I'm standing in solidarity with everybody else who's job searching in the decimated job market of the pandemic. <laughs> oh, that's a good so, line. I need to take that one. <laughs> thank you. I've been working on it all day. <laughs> So we have fun and outside of rather sad things, we just kind of hang out and we enjoy watching lots of movies and uh, playing with our cat Ferd who's in the room and may start screaming at some point because <laughs> he's been really hungry lately. So his all, he, there's, there's just a void in his stomach. Yes. And no matter how much food we give him, it is not enough. So that may be something to contend with later, but we shall see. <laughs> I know the feeling. Robin's always screaming at me for food. Rude. <laughs> Just the void inside Robin. <laughs> yeah, it's true. What's the best movie you watched in the last month? Well, well, we just binged all the oceans. Yeah, we binged um, all the ocean movies. Yes, 11 and through 8. This month, we also watched all of, <laughs> yeah, 11 through 8. <laughs> and we also watched all of the Marvel movies this month, yes, starting God. with um, Captain America. Uh, the Winter Soldier, and then we just finished Endgame. So I guess mm -hmm. we still have one more. We still have one to watch Spider-Man Far From Home, but we've watched all of them. We did it chronologically. <laughs> to, uh, and I, I honestly think it's good context. It I is. liked it a lot. Yeah, it was exhausting, but we did it. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, sounds like, like a two lot. movies a day. <laughs> oh. Wow. <laughs> I mean, you got to do something. So which one is your favorite Marvel movie? Oh, we were pleasantly surprised with Iron Man 3. Yes, Iron Man 3 is great. Rewatching it, I I mean, I enjoyed it the first time, but we both were like, this is so much better than we remember it being. Yeah. So that's up there for sure. I also love the Ant-Man movies just because Paul Rudd is mm. 
my favorite. He's so good. <laughs> He's so good at everything he does. So I love those ones. Yeah, they did a good job with those. Yeah, I don't know. Lexi, I don't know if I ever told you, and I definitely haven't told Robin and Eric, but Paul Rudd <laughs> went to like an adjacent school district to where I went to high school. And one of the math teachers in my school was Paul Rudd's high school math teacher. Wow. Yeah. And that's adorable. And it's also Isn't like, it? he really does not age, does he? No, No. he does not. (laughs) He's just like perfect forever for all time. Yeah, he's truly, he's an icon in Kansas back where we're from. Mm -hmm. Um, Everybody (laughs) knows everything about Paul Rudd. We love him and we um, always are very quick to claim him as I'm doing now. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, it's like we have a Leslie Nielsen's from Saskatchewan, and that's about the biggest person. Outside of hockey, that's the biggest person to come out of Saskatchewan. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Yeah. That's fair. I mean, you got it. You got to latch on to people whenever you have them. Exactly. Absolutely. (laughs) For a while, there was a petition because we live in Regina, Saskatchewan. And according to, uh, I guess, the cinematic lore, that is where Deadpool comes from. Right. Oh. Ryan Reynolds has a big affinity for Regina, Saskatchewan for some reason. (laughs) He just loves it here. So uh, there was a petition to get a statue of Deadpool put up in the city. (laughs) I like that. Uh, so last week we debated the topic of pineapple on pizza, and we now got mm. into the habit of asking our guests to give us a third opinion on the thing we just debated. Where do we land on that? Pineapple on pizza is good enough. It's good if you want it. Go for it if you <laughs> if you're feeling frisky. How do you guys feel about pineapple on pizza? Um, I've actually always enjoyed it when I've had it, but it's mm. not ever something that if I'm purchasing a whole pie, I'm not gonna go in, all in on that. Um, but if someone else offers me a slice of their pineapple pizza, I'm happy to take it. It's a good stance. Yeah, that's pretty much what we determined is whenever it showed up. If it was at a work party, it would always be the last one and it would be free, right. so you'd eat it. Yeah. Um, alas. <laughs> I, I'll say, I'm a pretty picky eater in general and do not have a good relationship with pineapples. I actually learned this about Lexi earlier today because we were talking about pineapple on pizza in prep for this. <laughs> I didn't know that she was like even mildly pro. And so this is making me rethink some things. But Ooh. I'm anti-pineapple <laughs> on pizza. I like putting weird things on pizza. Like one of my favorite uh, pizzas to get from a place where we went to college is a cheese pizza with hot Cheetos on top. It's so good. But mostly like after you've had a few drinks, it's really good. <laughs> but I can't do I pineapple on pizza. I'm very anti. Pineapple's where he uh-huh. crosses the line. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I feel like if pineapple isn't something you like to begin with, then it's pretty understandable to not want right. it on, you know, anything you're eating. Like I'm mm-hmm. pretty like anti like I hate pickles. That's my picky oh, yeah. eater thing. And so it's like, I don't want pickles on anything. Put it on pizza. <laughs> it's an uphill battle. That could be. Yeah. A- okay, wait. Fried See? pickles on pizza. There you uh, go. That would be good. Deep fried pickle slices. Put them on pizza. I, I like that. I'm idea. very interested in that. Robin, <laughs> if you're not interested, not for that's me, fine. But I like appreciate <laughs> the creativity. Well, yeah, while fun. you are off and not appreciating this, we three are going to start this business <laughs> and make yeah, probably millions. Probably. Yes, there you go. I'm thinking millions. Hey, what's better than a million dollars? A billion dollars. <laughs> hey, <laughs> take take the the off the front of the pineapple or the pickle pizza. <laughs> I'm just quoting Social Network. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in Harvard, when they were building pineapple, not pineapple, pickle pizza. Pickle pizza. Yep, that classic exactly. story. <laughs> exactly. That's our origin story. Anyway. I'm just shaking my head. Yeah. You <laughs> just hear, silently you shaking hear my Robin's head. Can't hear me, but... but I can definitely feel it. <laughs> what is it? What's the name of the twins in the social network? Robin's the, both of the, the twins. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
over Robin's in my corner balls. rowing and eating pineapple pizza. <laughs> I'm glad you're still rowing, though. <laughs> At least she has keep that fit going. When you're eating all that pizza. Yep. Exactly. True. <laughs> oh, all no. right. Well, are we ready to start debating? Yes. Yes. Yeah, we're so ready. Perfect. All right. So for this first round, you guys get to pick who is pro and who is con. Hmm. See, see, this is a thing we were thinking about. We don't know what your positions are on these things going into it. So I guess this is kind of a shot in the dark. Right. Would you want to say first round, exactly. Eric Pro, Robin Khan? Yeah, let's do cool. it. Cool. Okay, cool. Do you, yes. Think of it as we are tools for you to figure out what you're on the fence about. We are the debate tools to be used. So I am in the pro position. A couple of tools. Perfect. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> So the topic is mini food courts in retail and grocery stores. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was a thing, especially in my town. And I know it was they were really popular in Target specifically. For sure. Where they would have these little mini food courts that served like ices and pizza and like pretzels. pretzels. And it was just... Yeah, it was that. So <laughs> it was quaint for sure. Yeah. We're interested. Is this a thing that you guys have experienced before? Well, I mean, Costco is the classic that will have right. a little yeah, bit yeah. of food in that place. Um, Superstore is the Canadian uh, supermarket branch. A while ago, they used to have tables and chairs in there. I don't know if you ever saw that, Robin. No, I don't recall. Um, they used to have tables and chairs, and you could buy stuff from the deli, like buy sandwiches and sit there and eat. Mm. Um, so that was similar. Exactly, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That whole Zeller, vibe. Zeller's is like the Canadian Walmart. Uh, they had a whole restaurant, though. They had the Zeller's brand restaurant in their Zeller's, and it was very strange. Do you wow. ever see those? <laughs> Yes, it, they had like a weird little bear as a mascot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love learning about the Canadian analogs to like United States things. <laughs> Just usually smaller and, and quainter. And more lame, yeah. Oh. <laughs> so this is something you thought of, right, Lexi? Mm-hmm. And we have experienced them before. They've kind of gone a little out of fashion. Yeah, I think that's why I brought it up is because they're less common now, but I remember it being like my favorite part of like going to Walmart or going to Target is that my mom would usually splurge on an icy for me Mm -hmm. and you just don't get that experience anymore. It's all Starbucks now. and Right. (laughs) It's not the same. (laughs) (laughs) And I think for me, I never had these growing up because I didn't live anywhere that had like a Target or something like that. Like our Walmart had a little Subway in it. We're like, ooh, Subway. Um, (laughs) So I've not like had the full experience to be won over yet to it. But the idea of it is interesting. So that's kind of where I'm at. Sounds good. I'm just All right. I'm quickly writing down things before starting. Yes. Getting prep. prep. Trying to remember. Uh, but yes. All right. Thank you for that additional info. We will now help you decide whether you like or do not like uh, mini food grocery store. <laughs> what the hell did I write down? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the whatever grocery the hell it is. Grocery store mini food courts. Yes. You will be <laughs> handling that topic. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Since I'm pro, I'll be going first. And here we go. Ah, the grocery store mini food court or retail store. You're busy shopping. You're walking. You're spending a lot of energy shopping. What better way to keep you shopping and to keep yourself energized than a little food court found inside these stores? You don't need to leave. You don't need to go outside. Maybe it's cold. Maybe it's raining. You're saving time, energy, and actually gaining energy from these 
food places inside of these stores. We listed a few already. I'm going to hit a home run with this one right here. Costco, number one with a bullet. Get that $1.50 soda and hot dog. You're raring to go. Not only that, you will call the whole Costco experience some sort of mini food uh, experience because they have, uh, what do you call those, taste testers all over the store. You have a whole damn eight-course meal in that place, and you're ready to shop, buy in bulk, eat in bulk. You're ready to go. And same with, hey, another one, just in the last time here, Ikea, boom, have a meatball, have a new stool for your house. And then you have all the energy to build it when you get home. Well, that kind of brings me to my point, Ikea. All right, picture this, I'm setting a scene. You're in Ikea, you just want to get a shelf. You're going through this giant maze of a store that you cannot find your way out of. You can only go one way. You can't go back for some reason. It's just a rule. You just came here to, yeah, pick up one thing, maybe a shelf, maybe a bed. But suddenly you find yourself in the line for some, like, meatballs at... <laughs> A, you know, a little food court that you never asked for. How did you get here? How did you get out? You don't know anymore. You're just stuck here with about 10 things you never asked to get and now some meatballs as well. And this is just another one of stores like Ikea's ploys to get people to stay longer and to spend more of their money. Like, they're like, you don't even have to go home to eat. You don't have to go home to eat, pee. You can sleep here. You can stay here. Just keep buying our stuff. And that's how they get you. That's how Ikea gets you. And then you can never leave. Uh, no, no, no. They're not making you want or they're not stopping you from leaving. They're allowing you to continue to shop their wares and see the sights. These stores are so huge. These mega stores, they had to do something to stop people from collapsing in the aisles halfway through the store. And they get they hand, hold out their hand and in that hand is a meatball. <laughs> you get the you're lucky enough to be able to eat a meatball halfway through your shopping trip. You're there with your partner. You're there with a friend. You're there with family. You're finding all the great college dorm room furniture at Ikea that you want and a meatball and you're having a great time not getting hangry you don't need a snickers you get a meatball uh let's talk about like the every person experience in, in canada uh, that i've seen uh, you go to home depot you're buying your lumber you're looking at all the stuff and what's the last what's the first the next thing you want with that big long lumber it's a big long sandwich and they have subway in the front door <laughs> and you just walk right out there you get that subway sub you put it in that cart that looks like a car with home depot labeling on the side and you're good to go vroom vroom you got all the energy in the world Yes, but there's a reason that Subway is there and not your classic little shopping like center uh, food court anymore. And you know why that is? Because they sucked and the food tasted really bad. <laughs> okay, so it's just like one, it's like these these people who like had these little kiosks or these little, you know, um, like shopping center food courts. They, they weren't ever like professional chefs or anything. I don't know who like hired them, if the store hired them, what it was. Um, like if you want to like... Imp- like support local food just go to a nice local restaurant not whoever these people are who are just like serving you food out of a out of a grocery store and it's like they always have the weirdest combination of stuff like it's like you can have a really bad flat piece of pizza or you can have like a really smelly boiled hot dog <laughs> or one place I went had like mini sugar donuts and you're like oh that'll be a delight and then it still isn't and you're like why wouldn't they just put something like McDonald's in here where you already know it's good <laughs> Done. <laughs> Time is up. End of debate. <laughs> wow. Some good topics there. Now we'll get <laughs> your opinions and then your verdict. I have so many thoughts on all of that. Um, I want to just lead with like some kudos to Eric for coming out of the gate with so much enthusiasm. The first thing out of his mouth was, ah. <laughs> <laughs> like with most MA debates. 
Right, like which isn't really a point in the debate, but it's it's something nice that I like. Um, on the pro side, I appreciate Eric bringing up Costco because for real, Costco's little thing, little like uh, restaurant market thing is a prime example. And they got some really classic things. And this is a little bit of, I guess, uh, a tangent. But do you guys know the story about like the hot dog prices? Have you heard of I this he- before? I heard a story, but I want to hear it again. And I don't know if Robin's heard it. I don't think I have. So basically, a couple years ago, <laughs> there was one of the best quotes of all time was made, which was when the current CEO of Costco approached the like original founder and was like, hey, uh, times have changed, inflation and stuff. Maybe we should raise the price of the hot dog. And the founder replied, if you raise the price of the effing hot dog, I will kill you. <laughs> so yes. by reminding me of that, that makes me <laughs> lean a little more towards Eric. But on the other side, something Robin couldn't have known, but is actually a pretty divisive thing for between Lexi and I is I hate Ikea and Lexi loves <laughs> Ikea. Yes, it's true. I do love Ikea. Uh, so uh, that uh, brought up a lot of <laughs> uh, a lot of feelings for me of aggression <laughs> and anger. So that leads me a little to the uh, against side. So I don't know. What do you think, Lexi? Um, Robin did almost sway me by the point of they're just trying to get you to spend money on like a cheap product that Mm -hmm. isn't good. And while I do agree, I am kind of a garbage person and I love garbage (laughs) food and I am willing to spend money on things that are garbage. And if that's a flat slice of pizza, I'm into it. So I think for me, Eric takes this one. I think as much as um, Robin's Ikea examples and just like the why can't we go backwards? That point makes me want to go anti. <laughs> I think just because I'm thinking about Costco churros now, I'm going to agree and give it to Eric this round. Woo. Good I choice. I didn't know they had churros. They do. They're huge. Yeah, they're giant. <laughs> That's amazing. I have to like confess that I've never actually been in a Costco. Oh, really? Steal yeah, somebody's Costco card. And I, go there immediately. Uh, Actually, yeah. <laughs> you can go. The Costco rule is that even if you don't have a card, you're still allowed to eat at the food court. Oh, so you just, oh you wow. just let them know that you're just going to the food court and they'll let you in. Ooh. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Saturday <laughs> plans. I am a Costco <laughs> rep, so no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, yes, now we have some meal plans for later. Oh, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right, so that means I take the first round for I think, believe, is the first time ever. <laughs> Possibly. Aww, we did it. <laughs> Yay. Congrats, everybody. History. Um, so since Robin lost that last round, she'll be able to pick pro or con for this next one. But we'll hear the topic first. Before you give your opinions, though, yeah. Robin will pick uh, pro or con. So we'll hear the topic. Great. So the topic this time around is something near and dear to my heart, and it is wearing denim on denim. So <laughs> jeans on bottom and either a denim shirt or a denim jacket or whatever on top. That's a fantastic topic. <laughs> Thank you. And as yeah. Canadians, I think we should know the most about the uh, the uh, denim tuxedo. It's okay, true. that's one of our questions is what you think of that term because we Googled it because we're like, can we say this to them? Are they going to get mad? Oh, no. <laughs> yes, okay. that's, a, that's a slur up here. The internet told us that sometimes it, it makes did. Canadians upset. The internet told us it was a slur. <laughs> oh, which, which Canadians? It has to be people know. from Toronto. They're the yes. only people who'd get that butthurt about anything. <laughs> Torontans. Yes. Jeez. I'm glad that it doesn't bother you because I no, like it's the great. place. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Though I don't think there is a single like thing you could say like a call Canadians that would offend me. 
like Hoser <laughs> or Canuck or what else is there? I don't know. None of those bother me. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Good to know. We'll try to think of something really awful. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Robin. Okay. Take your shot. Ooh, I'm going to go pro. All right. Yeah. Fair, fair. I will be con denim on denim. Uh, we'll get your thoughts on why you're on the fence about this right now. I personally have a love-hate relationship with it. Mm. I think I have many a times wore the denim on denim outfit. Um, and I think it can be done very well or very poorly depending on your shades of denim, what your outfit is, how, you know, how you are portraying that outfit. Is the outfit portraying you? Right. Who knows? And for me, I guess this is um, <laughs> kind of a poor excuse for being on the fence. But on one hand, I love wearing denim on denim and I do it all the time. But on the other hand, I have been made fun of a lot for doing it. <laughs> so it's kind of a conflicted relationship because it's something I want to do. But apparently the people around me don't agree. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe we'll get some uh, ideas for you to counter their attacks on you with your denim on denim outfits, or Thank you can you. be on the right side of history and <laughs> against <laughs> denim on denim. Oh boy! <laughs> Robin, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, let's hit it. Okay. Well, first of all, I'm just going to start by saying denim on denim is simply an iconic fashion statement. Take the, you know, that amazing, what would it be, 2000s moment with Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears, all denim at the awards ceremony, talk of the town. It was brilliant. Um, it is. It's a hard fashion choice to pull off. It really is. But if you know how to do it right, you look like a million dollars. And you're like, wow, one of those few people who can actually pull it off and make it work and look amazing doing it. Plus, right now, we are all going through like a fashion revival of like the 90s and stuff. And denim on denim was just so huge back in the 90s and the really early 2000s. It's perfect for this revival period and point in fashion. But you can do it with really cool new denim styles now, rips, whatever. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's fun. It's iconic. You should try it. You should do it. Uh, let me bring up a point. How about that uh, 2000s event where Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears wore that denim outfit? Iconic. And it was <laughs> terrible. We're still talking about it today because it's bad. Not because it was like, ooey. Remember when, oh God, I forget her name. Remember when that lady wore that swan outfit to one of the awards? It's Bjork. Bjork. Yes, thank you. She wore a swan to an outfit. Like, that's fun. Remember when those two wore uh, all denim to that award ceremony because they were ready to be dragged behind a horse for some reason? <laughs> denim is a workwear. You don't need, unless you are ready to be kicked by a horse because you fell off it and you're being dragged by the spurs, stuck inside of the, the footholds, whatever you call them, uh, you don't need to wear denim on denim. Wear a different type of shirt on top. <laughs> you don't need to look like the blue meanie walking down the street getting ready for the day, um, the kicking shit and shoveling poop. First of all, denim comes in all sorts of different colors and styles now. Some of it's super lightweight now and isn't appropriate for work. But anyways, <laughs> your workwear thing gets me to my second argument, which is that it's like an ultra safe outfit, which is something I've thought about before. No, hear me out. If the zombie apocalypse ever happens, you want to be caught in all denim because ain't no one can bite through that. 
You are going to be so safe in your all denim uniform. It's also great if you're riding motorcycles or doing anything else dangerous like riding horses where you might potentially fall or get dragged. It's great. So now not only do you look fashionable, but you're safe from zombies. You're safe from angry horses. You're safe from uh, like dangerous cars when you're on your motorbike why not let's like yeah put it back in fashion make it uh, a trend because it's it's nice and it's safe and uh we we should be <laughs> valuing valuing safe dress wear well if you want safety in dress wear then have i have i got a thing for you if people are giving you flack for wearing denim on denim then you give them flack right back by wearing flack <laughs> that's right the things in flack jacket if you want the toughest material in town that can still be dyed i'm sure <laughs> wear flack on flack and give them flack and while looking fleek is that the way you use that word anyways denim looks bad it's clunky it cuts you up not cuts you up it is an uncomfortable material uh, yeah, you can make it softer, but then why not just wear cotton? Just wear regular non-denim cotton, because I know cotton denim is made of cotton. Whatever. That's not the point. The point is you can look fashionable, and you're missing out on other tough materials like leather. Be the leather daddy of your dreams. <laughs> wear leather. It's tougher. It's stronger. Instead of being dragged behind a horse, you're sliding behind that horse. You're having a great time, <laughs> and you're ready for the club, and you're ready to be in the YMCA in a positive and a positive heartwarming group where everyone's together singing a song and having a great time. Bad denim. <laughs> End of debate. <laughs> a lot to unpack here. Oh, yeah. I, th- I think Eric convinced me to sell all of my denim. <laughs> you want to be the leather? You want to be the leather daddy of your dreams? I think I do. <laughs> I am intrigued, though by the fashion alternatives of wearing army surplus because that you think <laughs> denim is too much, is too clunky. But flak, um, that's the way to go. Uh-huh. Flak's the way to go. You never know when some like anti-aircraft guns are going to show up out of nowhere and come after you. <laughs> um, I like, I do, uh, I like something I've never considered despite all the denim I own is its zombie repellent abilities. Um, which is very true though, because I used to work in a vet clinic when I was in high school and I wore the same pair of jeans every day, which is as disgusting as it sounds. Um, and it literally survived all kinds of claws and fluids and everything. So the zombie apocalypse, uh, applications of denim are like obvious to me now. So that's, that's a big point in the favor of Robin's side. Like, see, what are you thinking? I think my point also goes to Robin. I think in my head, I'm a little biased because I love the look. But also, (laughs) I know that there are so many different materials of denim. Like you can have that raw, really heavy, durable denim. You can have like the softer, like lighter feel of denim. Mm -hmm. And there's just so many variants of it. um, That makes it so versatile. And so I, I like that point of it that she made. Right. I do want to know, I love how both of you have honed in on the same incident, the Britney Justin Timberlake thing. Yes. And it could go either way. Yeah, yeah. I'm still torn on that. Is it fashion? I'm not sure. I don't know. <laughs> Wasn't someone wearing a denim cowboy hat as well in that photo? I'm pretty sure Britney Spears was wearing the denim yes. cowboy yeah. hat. Yeah. I forgot mm-hmm. to mention that, but oh well. God, but I love it. That's so good. How is that not good? I feel like every couple of years, kind of like, 
queer coated cowboy fashion comes back in. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, personally, I always love it. I think it's right. great. I Shout like out to Orville Peck. Yeah. Do you guys know Orville Peck? Yeah. I've seen him around, yeah. And Lil Nas X. <laughs> they got I've good seen him around. I, you know, at the Costco. <laughs> exactly. Buying a hot dog. <laughs> no, that's good. All denim bad, but alas. <laughs> yeah, I think it's. I think this one's going to Robin. That's fair. Yay. Yep. I can game. One and one. <laughs> Big finish. All right. Let's get that last topic from y'all. Yeah. So... Our last topic, we have water parks. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Water parks. Okay. So let me, gosh, I want to know what you're feeling before I pick a side, but I can't. So, well, I'm just going to go with my side then. And that is pro water parks. Interesting. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. I think the pro side might have a little tougher time for me. I have been to two water parks in my life. Um, I am deathly afraid of water slides, especially mm-hmm. the really tall ones. They terrify me. But I like the idea of being able to go somewhere that has a lazy river. So that's my <laughs> yeah. that's where I'm at on things. You're giving Eric free ammunition. <laughs> <I know. laughs> um, for my side, uh, this is the one that I'm actually most on the fence about. I don't mm-hmm. have a clear conclusion for myself because on one hand, I really like amusement parks and I like like big rides and slides and other ides and such. Um, <laughs> but I don't like water or being wet. I'm not a great swimmer. I'm like passable. Um, and so I don't really enjoy most water activities. So I'm really torn on it. It's about where I'm at. Hmm. Perfect. Well, thank you for that extra detail. It definitely helps All right. me win this debate. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Well, well as pro, I will start this one. Are you ready, Robin? Yep. Then let this debate. Oh, water parks. Where else can you go 100 miles down a slide or lie in a river and be pulled around in a nice relaxing way and enjoy a nice warm temperature control? If it's indoor, like West Edmonton Mall, I'd recommend it to everyone. Go there. One of the best water parks in North America. If you're outdoors, hopefully fun in the sun. You're having a great time. Slide it up in that sunscreen. But water parks, they got everything you'd want in a bath. Plus a million times more. <laughs> if you got a wave pool, boom, you're at the ocean instantly. If you got water slides, boom, you're at an amusement park immediately. Just I'll walk up those steps and ride, have the ride of your life. And if you just want to relax on a nice lazy river, boom, they got that too. You get that inner tube. You sit there, relax. It takes you around the world in one location. Nowhere else can you be have uh, so much fun while being so wet. <laughs> in public at a water park enjoy yourself have a great time have a soda and have a relax you know what else you can get at water parks covered in pee (laughs) water parks are extraordinarily dirty they're just cesspools for germs they're always overcrowded to begin with so you know that fun wave pool you're sitting in yeah remember that you're sitting in it with about a hundred other children who do not know how to control their bladders and all those waves lapping over you just waves of piss that's all it is (laughs) super gross and you know that lazy river ride that's supposed to be so relaxing not very relaxing because you're stuck tube to tube on each end with 
other people, strangers you don't know, for some reason, some old man, some dad's hairy foot is touching you and you don't want it to be. You're moving at snail's pace because it's a lazy river and you just want to get away from these people. It's uncomfortable. It's gross. You come home. You probably have warts on your feet because you've been walking around barefoot all day where the kids have been. Yeah, it's disgusting. Don't go. These are all very extreme measures that I must insist are not the usual case because of one great invention, chlorine. <laughs> These places are the most clean because you are just swimming in chemicals, having a great time, and the chemical <laughs> is not pissed. <laughs> and hey, some people are into that. Don't judge. <laughs> but anyways, where else can you be in your skibbies flying down a slide, doing a loop-to-loop? Man, that loop-to-loop slide at the West Edmonton Mall is so good. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely out of control. These are experiences you can't have anywhere else but a water park. You have the safety of water as your net. You're free. It's like being on a roller coaster with no harness, and it's just your body instead of the car. But also, it's completely safe because it's a closed tube, and they can get you if you get stuck. <laughs> But you're not getting stuck because you're flying out the end into a safety net of water, having a great old time. You're laughing. You're smiling. You can't think of the last time you smiled so hard. And then it wasn't at a water park because water parks are so good. There's nothing negative you can say about them because they're so much fun. Like, you just made my argument for me. Okay, water parks are dangerous as hell, and water is not soft and does not make a great safety net. (laughs) If you want to go loop-de-loop on something, go on a roller coaster because it has a safety harness, something that all the slides on water parks are, like, desperately missing. And beyond the slides and the place itself being dangerous, just the lack of oversight at most water parks is, like, extremely concerning. You go to an amusement park, right, with roller coasters, and there's usually, like, two or three attendants on each ride, making sure you're strapped in, making sure you're good to go. Who do you see at a water park? There's maybe like one lifeguard sitting like out in a corner reading a book, like not paying attention to you at all. So, you know, what happens if you're drowning? What happens if you like skin yourself on a slide, which is the reason so many water parks keep on like shutting down because scary nails pop up. Yeah, (laughs) no, terrifying. The way better, safer ways to spend time. (laughs) (laughs) End of debate. Your thoughts, Zach and Lexi. Wow. That is so much to think about. I know. (laughs) I like the um, something that Robin pointed out in regards to Eric's argument, which is several of the things that you listed, Eric. I was like, are these pros swimming in chemicals? (laughs) A roller coaster with no harness. I realize I think as you're I was pushing me away. Yeah, I know when you're like, you get stuck, except uh, you won't get stuck. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think, Lexi? Well, uh, I think Robin's argument about cleanliness really hits home for me, especially mid-pandemic, because yeah. I'm like, wait, yeah, that's that. disgusting. <laughs> like the best thing in the water could be pee. The worst is COVID. <laughs> like that's uh... the scale we're working with. <laughs> so that's not great. I also, I I like though the point that Robin made about there being strangers around because I'm thinking, I think so much about how I don't want to talk to anybody I don't know in a public space. Yeah, I I think they could be a little more enjoyable with less people, but you're right. There's always like over capacity. There's so many people there (laughs) every day. What are are we all doing there? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I want to give some credit though to uh, Eric's representation of water parks as the X Games meets bath time. (laughs) 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 Which I like a lot. (laughs) But 
I think in the end, I'm I'm gonna go with Robin. What do you think, Lexi? Yeah, I'm gonna go with Robin. A lot of um, oh, yeah. Eric's pros actually scared me. <laughs> <laughs> well, <Whoops>. whatever. <laughs> Can we though? Can we briefly actually talk about how the lifeguards could not care less about if you live or die? It's, it's always true. high schoolers. They're just they there to get a tan. Care. They're there to get a tan and to flirt yep. with the other lifeguards. That's it. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. <laughs> like the once you brought up that, I'm like, oh no, you're right. There's, <laughs> there's always like really um, apathetic lifeguards just going like, go, go, go at the top of the slides, and then people at the pools are just like reading a book, like you're saying. Yeah, or on right. their phone now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It's a scary world we live in. They, they just, they're a little dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I had a great time. The loop-de-loop slide is so good. Uh, you're like in this tube and then it counts down. You have to like cross your arms, cross your chest and cross your feet mm-hmm. so they don't, then you don't fly open when you go to, and you're like standing up and then the floor drops out from under you and you go, oh, that's horrifying. I do a full loop and fl- come out the end. It is amazing. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's so I good. I the idea of that. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Yeah, I've never done anything like that. That sounds terrifying. I did it once. and went like, oof, never do that again. And then uh-uh. the people I was with, someone was like, oh, I'm going to go on the one that goes straight down because it's at the same entrance. You're like in the tube and mm-hmm. the floor drops out and you basically go straight down. And then it, <laughs> it curves out. But then they went, no, I want to go on the loop to loop. I'm like, what? No. <laughs> All right. And they did it again. It was scary. <laughs> it was fun. Very fun. God. <laughs> and the, the whole time that you're describing that in my head, it's just Marlon from Finding Nemo going, the drop off. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. <laughs> it's I don't fun. know. Yeah, my trust in gravity just isn't strong enough well, to do something they, they like have, that. They have doors to get you out mm-hmm. at like the start of the loop. So if you go up and then come back down, they have doors for that. And then one at the top of the loop if you somehow get stuck at the top. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I think I, I, I guess where I'm landing with it is uh, to, I guess, rephrase what Robin said. I think gravity is stronger than my trust in the slide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cannot cannot abide. <laughs> so, with that final round, that determines that the winner of this lightning round is me, Robin. Woo, Robin! Congrats! Ah, <laughs> oh, thank you, guys. Congratulations, Robin. Good debate. Good debate. It was. That good was debate. a fun one. <laughs> Yes, those are good topics. I like we're getting nuanced topics, specific things that I enjoy. Those, thank you for bringing those. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's also been like forever since I've thought about like a water park because yeah. I'm not going anywhere. And <laughs> exactly. oh yeah, I'm sure that like all water parks have been so desolate for the past year. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, if I owned a water park, though, I'd go there every day just by myself. If I owned a water oh, yeah. park, I'd be a much different person, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Canada's water park baron. <laughs> yes, exactly. Hello, children. Welcome to my park. <laughs> oh, that sounds creepy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but that's the voice of every baron. If you're a baron, you have to have that voice in a top hat. Those are it's the true. Ones. So. Yeah. But if you're a water park baron, you always have fun swim trunks on. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> that's very good. <laughs> Well, that concludes these debates. Uh, Zach and Lexi, I guess, go check them out on Rad or Sad. Do you have anything else to promote? What's what's coming up for Rad or Sad? This episode is coming out in a couple of weeks. Okay. Um, we work like days in advance of when we put out shows. So <laughs> yes. what's coming up is a mystery. Ooh. You can find us at radarsadpodcast.com and on all kinds of podcast players or at Rad or Sad Podcasts on like Twitter and Facebook uh, yes, please check us out. We'll have, uh, like we said earlier, Robin and Eric on 
for a very educational episode for us, but also just very fun. So yeah. look forward to it. Yeah, it was very fun. Yes, that was an enjoyable time. Thank you again for having us and thank you for being on our show. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks, thanks so for much inviting for us. having us. Thank you everyone for listening and we'll catch you next week on Do We Like with a Full Debate. Woo. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 You can hear more Do We Like on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. If you enjoyed this episode and want to help us out, please leave a rating and review. For updates, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Do We Like Podcast, or check out our website at dowelike.com. The show is hosted and produced by Eric Canius and Robin Lands. Do We Like is brought to you by Beamed Media, a Canadian podcast network. 